What's up, everybody? We have 10 minutes here with esteemed colleague, Mr. Fantastic, Ryan Muckenhern, uh, to talk about a cartridge, naturally. And uh, this one, I hope I'm not going to start one of those uh, Texans wisdom things over here, but I'm going to say it is the 708, a.k.a. 7mm08 or 7mm08, 7m08, I don't know. I'll take them all. So this is a cartridge that has been widely requested from a lot of our listeners out there and uh, in, on Instagram, YouTube comments. So keep those suggestions and requests coming. And uh, we know there's a lot more out there that we'll get to. But okay, talk about the 708, Ryan. That's how I'm just going to say it. Okay, so commercialized Wildcat. As many things Yet were again. on, uh, yeah. As many things were on the 308 case, um, and it's pretty old Wildcat too. I I don't know exactly when the first one hatched, but people have been monkeying with the 308 almost immediately after it got minted. So we just take a 308 case, we neck it down to seven millimeters. So we're putting a slightly smaller diameter bullet with a higher BC, higher sectional density, into the same case, mm-hmm. and it does afford the shooter a few things. Probably get away with a little bit less recoil because we're generally pushing a lighter weight bullet, mm-hmm. but we're pushing a bullet of higher BC, so we actually have a little bit of an improvement on the downrange trajectory uh, when compared to its parent cartridge, the 308. Now, when you say I'm and sorry to interrupt right away, but when you say a little bit higher BC, that mm-hmm. that doesn't directly correlate to the fact that it's a slightly smaller bullet, does it? Kind of, yeah. So I, as you get smaller bullets, do they just automatically get a little bit better BC, or with respect to bullet diameter, length, and weight. So a a comparably weighted 140 grain, 30 caliber projectile will have a lower BC than a 140 grain, seven millimeter projectile because we're going to narrow the diameter, but generally add length. Okay. That makes sense. Correct. Got it. Um, So as long as we're keeping weights approximate. Okay. Yeah. What about uh, case capacity there? Same? Same. Yep. Okay. So smaller, Yep. lighter, Yep. More slender bullet, if yep. you will. Yep. Same case. Same case. Okay. Yep. One thing you run into, though, with a seven, you know, compared to a 30, is that seven millimeter bullet in a comparable weight will be generally longer. Right. So, depending on whether you're buying factory ammunition or hand loading your ammunition, you may end up kind of eking into that case gotcha. capacity a little bit. And maybe that's where some of this cartridge isn't, I guess, as heralded as maybe it's 30 caliber counterpart. Which is really interesting. This is a cartridge that, for as long as I have been aware of it, has kind of taken an unfortunate backseat to the 308. A lot of people say it's like a youth cartridge. In like in talking to some folks, well, I don't know. It's a good question. In talking to some folks, they they almost would rather have a 243 than a 708 because it just it doesn't seem. And this isn't everybody. I know a lot of guys that shoot 708 and love it. Um, Ammo would be maybe a little easier to find for a 240. Yeah, yeah, but it's almost like they they think that the 708 is some sort of like watered down 308. I, I'm not really sure, huh? But it does not get the credit that it should because it is a remarkable cartridge. It's very efficient. It's very easy to shoot. It is a good cartridge for a smaller stature shooter, a youth, or somebody who just doesn't like recoil. Yet again, well, I bet because... I bet the same people are like, oh, six five Creedmoor, sweet cartridge. Yeah, magic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. And, and so, you know, we get into this perpetual battle of improvement to try to, you know, squeeze water from a stone out of a lot of these cartridges. And you're like, oh, the 6.5 Creedmoor is a better option. And you could say, yes, it does have a higher BC bullet in comparable weights because, again, we're necking it down or squeezing that bullet diameter down about a half a millimeter 
compared to the seven, which is a little more than half a millimeter compared to the 30. And yes, you are doing that. You're getting a higher BC, but you're not pushing it at the same velocity. A 708 with a 140 is going to push that bullet faster than a 6.5 with a 140. Really? Yes. Hmm. And so there's some give and take. And, and I think a lot of folks will immediately go to, well, what's the drop at 1,000 yards? And they're like, see, the 6.5's got it licked. And it should. Yeah, 6.5 at 1,000 yards, what's a little over 10? Yeah, a little over 10 mils maybe. But um, it depends on the load. And that's all well and good. And I think we have to like look at application. Yeah, if you're going to shoot 1,000 yards and this is going to be your long-range 1,000-yard gun, 6.5 will probably be a better option for you on just the ammunition availability alone. But for practical like hunting distances, and this comment I'm sure is going to fire up some of the masses, take your pick. Do you... Do you want a smaller diameter bullet at a lower velocity, or do you want a slightly larger diameter bullet at a slightly higher velocity? I, I mean, the critter's not really going to be able to tell the difference, in my opinion. I don't shoot game very far away, but that's just me. Like 300 yards, and then the, probably just doesn't you, matter. No, not at all. Don't yeah. execute a shot that is ethical and in the right spot, and it's, it's a dead animal. And the, the recoil, uh, you know, discrepancy or difference with the 7mm08 being lighter, that's just due to, that's just a, a, a lighter bullet. Lighter weight bullet, yep. yeah. Yep. But I did make some interesting comparisons with a cartridge, another 7mm that everybody adores, which I, I don't adore. Um, I think it's a pretty hyped up cartridge. It's a good cartridge. It's a fine cartridge. It has accounted for tens of thousands of, you know, animals harvested. No, it's, uh, it's good for you if you have one. Yeah. It's a 7mm rem mag. Which another one we've heard a few requests <laughs> for, uh, and it's it, it, when it was introduced, it, there was nothing like it. It was a speed demon in comparison in today's day and age with modern propellant and case technology. It's okay, but it's a really cool contrast to put it to put up against the seven millimeter weight or to put the seven millimeter weight against. So I went into my Barnes reloading manual, opened the page to seven oh eight Remington and seven millimeter rem mag. And I selected the 140-grain TTSX bullet, which is a really great projectile for anybody looking for a stellar hunting bullet. And ran some numbers, or at least this is the numbers that Barnes posted. Uh, max velocity with 140-grain TTSX from a 708 Remington with a 47.8-grain charge of Reloader 17 was 2,911 feet per second. Not bad. Nothing to not sneeze bad. at. No, no, not at all. Very, very respectable. A bit higher than what I'm used to out of the 6.5 Creed. Yep. A 7mm rem mag with a maximum charge of 68 grains of reloader 22. So same powder family, different burn rate, 3169. 258 foot advantage to the 7 rem mag. Okay, that's notable. Where it gets really interesting is it takes 20 grains more powder, a 41% increase in powder volume for a 9% increase in velocity. Hmm. That is a womp womp in my book. (laughs) So we're, we're, we need to get MC Ryan one of the keyboards with the noises. That's pretty good. I guess we just have Jim. There we right. go. So we're, we look at the, the uh, charge volume on the 708 and how fast it can push a 140. We take that same bullet and we put it in the 7 rem mag, and it does push it faster. There's no question about it. The numbers don't lie. 258 feet per second is significant, but it does so at the cost of a ton more powder and quite a bit more recoil. Why is it not as efficient? Then that's what I presume to be efficiency when people talk about an efficient design. Right? Yeah, yeah. It takes so, not as much powder to produce. No, the seven 
08 Remington is more efficient than the 7. No, I know. So what is it that makes it more efficient? Like, is there... Balance between bullet diameter, projectile weight, case volume, pressures, uh, a whole slew of things. It's weird because when you're talking about bullet diameter and all that stuff, I mean, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same projectile. Yes. Literally the same bullet. So that, that to me, is pretty stark. Like, when I would look Mm -hmm. at that, if I was like, okay... I need a rifle that's not going to beat the smoke out of me. Um, I want to be able to carry it, too. I don't really want it heavy. That's my kind of style of rifle that I like. The 708, in this case, would be the better choice for the game that I hunt at the distances that I would shoot them. Yeah. So, you know, looking at comparable arms. So I'm just going to say, like, a, a Weatherby Mark V, either a 6-lug or a 9-lug. Nine 9-lug nine being the large belted magnums, like a 7 Rem Mag, 300 Win Mag, 7 Weatherby, et cetera. Or a 6-lug for smaller cartridges like 243, 6.5 Creedmoor, 708, 308, et cetera, you're going to save a pound of weight on the gun just alone. And then the gun's like dimensions are going to be scaled. So it's a more portable, packable rifle, which I prefer. And when it comes down to, well, how does that cartridge perform at, at range? What does 258 feet per second give us? And if we're just looking at drop, we're not looking at energy, we're not looking at velocity, I just drop, which depending on who you ask, is possibly more important because can we get the bullet there quickly and with minimal correction? Drop at 400 yards. This is in miller radians for those listening. Uh, 7mm 08 Remington would require 1.42 mils of drop. Pretty with, easy. Yep, with a 200-yard zero here at Vortex. So at our current weather conditions as of about an hour ago. About a what, eight, 800, 900 feet? Uh, 1,146. We're at 1,146? Correct. No, learn something new every day. A little yeah. higher than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 1.42 at 400 yards. That's a pretty flat shooting cartridge. Not bad. Not a lot of dial input. Switch over to the 7 Rem Meg, drop at 400 yards, 1.16. So we're saving, we'll just we'll just say three-tenths of a mil. Yeah, three clicks. That's not a lot. Go to 600 yards, which is about as far as I would be comfortable shooting a game animal. Right. 708 Remington, 3.33 mils. That's pretty good. Yep, pretty flat. Seven rem meg, two point seven three mils. Still not huge. No, no. Nope. You got yourself, yeah, about 0.6, yep. right? So, you know, a little over half a mil of adjustment. Is it significant? Certainly. Yep. It's it's measurable. It's there, but it's not like huge. And so, at the distances that I would personally ethically use a cartridge like this on a game animal that I would hunt with a cartridge like this, I still put my favor to the seven hundred eight. Hmm. I think it's a better design. Can we, uh, okay, people are used to these going over a little, a little over 10 minutes. I just want to throw out like my personal last thought here, which is you hear about in a lot of competition circles and rings and stuff and precision guys, 6mm, right? That's mm-hmm. the new hotness, right? These mm-hmm. little bullets, not a lot of recoil. You have all kinds of control over the gun. Follow through is excellent, whatever. 6.5 Creedmoor. Everybody knows 6.5. 6.5 is like, uh, I don't know, it, it, it might as well be. 308 these days. Yeah, 308 these days, right? Yep. And then. From there, we talk about 30 cals and up. Mm-hmm. Why does everybody skip over the 7 millimeter? Now, there's a lot of requests that obviously came in for this podcast, so it's not like it's completely forgotten, but I hardly ever hear anybody go buku crazy over it. Like, I don't know of anybody in competition shooting 7 millimeter for precision stuff. Pretty rare. And I just you just don't hear about it. Like, people don't get crazy about it. I think, and this is speculation because I don't shoot PRS or that kind of thing. In that game... The 6.5 bullets would have the advantage with BC. I, I mean, we've got to, like, right. look at everything into the into the pie here. So, like, BC, weight, 
you and know, they go and shoot 30 cal. They shoot 308s and they talk about how great it is. Yeah. I think it's a culture thing too. The seven millimeter will mm-hmm. have its time. I do you think? Do you I think, think it's kind of. I think it's kind of going away. You don't think it'll come back and be you know where now people are trying starting to do two seventy precision, you know because yep it's cool and it's new I, and you don't think that the seven millimeter will ever be like people's. I mean, we oh, t- it's cool again. We talked about you know sevens just never really gaining favor with the exception of the seven rim mag. With the exception of the yep. seven rim mag, but I still I still feel like. By and large, right, historically, you know, and I guess I'll kind of lump them into that category, but like in America, yep. you know, and I guess from hunting, you know, yep. 270-06, right? Yep. Like the seven, there were guys that have it. They love it. They're like eternal advocates of it, yep. like 777, seven, seven, you got to get a seven. But then I also feel like, yeah, you talk about six millimeters. It's like all, all of a sudden we're, we're like ready for it, but the six is okay, but the seven's not. Not six. <laughs> I think Not six, again, I think seven. a lot of it, a lot of Seven's it comes into, number. into clever marketing, clever marketing and cultural acceptance. There's nothing wrong with the bullet diameter. And actually to go back to seven millimeter Remington, it's a fantastic cartridge. It really is. A lot of sevens that didn't make it, that should have made it because they are exceptional. Seven Rem Mag. Well, no, okay. Seven Rem Mag made it. Seven Weatherby. Seven Psalm. Seven Psalm. Seven Wisdom. Uh, seven STW. Mm-hmm. Which is which is an absolute laser beam, and what's the STW stand for? Shooting Times Westerner. Okay. Yep. So it's an eight millimeter Remington Magnum case. Okay. Neck down to seven millimeter. Okay. So okay. there's there's a goofy one made into a goofier one. I would say the seven STW is more popular than the eight millimeter Rem Mag, but so there's maybe there's just something about the bullet diameter that isn't inspiring to people. I'm not sure if we hop the Atlantic and we go over to Europe, 7 by 57 7 by 64 there's some awesome cartridges over there that are 7s. People like them. They kill fallow, roe, red stag, muntjac, Chinese water deer, you name it. It's a great cartridge. Interesting. Yeah. Muntjac. We got to hear uh, We got to hear the listeners' thoughts out there on the 7mm projectile. And, uh, you know, I, I know looking back on some of the comments on YouTube, too, I, there's some of these cartridge podcasts have gotten people a little riled up. I bet. There's still people still bring up the White Claw comment regarding whatever cartridge Did I say it that? was. I, I think it was you, actually. Whoops. I'm gonna um, have to I'm, look. Full disclosure, I've never had a White Claw. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's all about. People seem to like them, so maybe that was like a... I think it was in the 22-250 podcast, that I, sounds, I believe. That sounds familiar. Somehow the White Claw came up. Yeah. People... That chaps and butts. They're okay. nice on a boat. All right. What <laughs> do you I, say? No, Mark has no, a final thought. You finish so, this out. We're at 15 minutes. It. I had a cup. Okay. Here's one thing that I like. I like that you compared it to the 7 rim because I feel like it generally gets compared to like the 308, the 260, maybe 6.5 Creed nowadays. Yep. So I like that contrast. I think we should speak to just real quickly because I am, I see a lot of the benefits of that, but what about a dude that wants factory ammo? That's a tough okay, one. Okay, fair point. Yep. So because it's not so exceptionally popular, there aren't so many phenomenal options for ammunition. That's not to say you can't get it because it's still commercially loaded by Remington, Winchester, Federal, Hornady. Right. They're all out there. If you walk into the Casey General Store in Casey, Wyoming, are you inclined to find 7mm08 Remington on the shelf? I don't know that I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Because it isn't a cartridge in tremendous popularity. So but it's not quite to the level of 300 wisdom where nobody gets it, but it's always <laughs> on the shelf. I've got pictures to prove it, Jim. <laughs> That's a good point. I think it is, it's a cartridge that 
is best. If you're going to shoot factory ammo at whitetails and mule deer and pronghorn, that's fantastic too. But you can you can squeeze quite a bit more out of it if you hand load it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Play, playing with like cartridge overall length and, and really depth. yeah mm. really taking advantage of high BC projectiles in the seven millimeter class, you can do a lot with it. Mm, interesting. Um, and the same thing for like 280 Ackley. That's a seven that's actually gaining some traction these days. You play around with the seat depths. You you maximize the the case capacity and its potential you get a pretty hellacious cartridge. Uh, but not not a lot of folks are jumping to get it. I don't want anybody to think it's just a, a youth and, and small stature shooter cartridge either, though, because it's not. No. Yeah, I think that anything that you would feel comfortable hunting with a 270, a 30-odd 6, a 308, um, or a 7 Red Meg or a 280 Ackley, you could hunt with a 708, and it wouldn't you wouldn't really tell a difference. Hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent ending. Mark, I'm glad you did it, even though it brought us to no I'm sorry minutes. for the... It's all right. Yep. All right, as usual, let us know what else you want to hear about in terms of cartridges in the comments, and uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.